Hey guys, welcome back to Up to Date Podcast. This is episode number five. I can't believe we've already made five of these. It's so fun and wonderful. Um, <clears throat> so today, since it is the holidays, we are going to be talking about um, just dating over the holidays and Christmas and New Year's and just have fun today with this special episode. It's going to be a bit shorter than our other ones, but we wanted to give you guys an episode to kind of get you in the holiday spirit. So Mary, what are we going to be talking about today? Uh, you know, I have so many different things in my mind right now. But first, I want to say, if you're listening to this and you did not respond to my Instagram stories, shame on you. (laughs) (laughs) Because I would love to have feedback on the regular, one, about our podcast in general, but two, we want to know what you guys want to hear about in each episode. Um, We want to hear what questions you might have or topics you want to cover or um, maybe questions that we could have guests answer. So keep an eye out. If you're not following us on Instagram, you can find us at up to date podcast. There's a bunch of like underscores in between every word, but you should be able to find it. Um, but this episode is kind of just going to be like you said, Laura, like a relaxed episode, just two friends talking across the country (laughs) (laughs) about Christmas and New Year's and just kind of all that comes with that. It's crazy to me. Like it doesn't even feel like Christmas. I was telling my friend Annalie this morning at the gym, I was like, it just feels like a normal week. Like, I don't know if it's because 2020 has been so weird or if it's because I don't have a job. And so I haven't had like all these like Christmas parties and like, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, it just has seemed a little bit different this year. I don't, it doesn't feel like Christmas. Do you feel that way? Yeah, that's, it is weird. Um, it doesn't feel like Christmas to me either. In fact, I had a client last week say something like, oh, I saw on Good Morning America that there's 10 days till Christmas. And and I truly was like, no, that's wrong. That's not right. <laughs> and I was arguing with her because I was completely convinced that she was wrong and she had no idea what she was talking about and that Christmas was like two or three weeks away. And well, look at us now. It's only four days away. It's so strange. It's funny you say that because I literally was sitting here this morning thinking like, yeah, we still have like 10 days till Christmas, like, but it's literally, it's like four. <laughs> Are you ready? Um, If by ready, you mean I have all my gifts purchased. Well, okay. Except for one. And I have all of them wrapped except for two. Okay. So yes. Yeah. But I think emotionally and mentally I don't feel like I'm honestly this sounds so bad but I feel like I'm not really in the Christmas spirit and I don't know if that's like I don't know it's just been a weird season of life for me and I think that I just have kind of like all the norms that I would feel I think just haven't been there so I think there's just been a lot of like I don't know does that make sense yeah yeah it does for sure do you think that being in the Christmas spirit has any thing to do with being single over the holidays? Um, well, seeing as I've never dated before during the holidays or at all, I want to say no, but I do want to talk about that because I think the holidays are the hardest season to be single. I think that, that the holidays are super hard just because there's a lot of emotion wrapped up in it. 
Um, I think starting with Thanksgiving and probably going through New Year's is like the hardest little bit because you're around family and it's kind of like, at least in my family, like I'm the only single person. So it's like, it's kind of like everyone's coupled off and then there's you and like, you know, the classic, like you get stuck at the kid's table kind of Mm -hmm. thing is like exactly me. Like, I mean, and I don't mind it because like our neighbor's kids, like, I mean, I've known them since they were little, so they're like family. Like, I don't mind it. It's just like hanging out with your nieces and nephews, but it's like, I don't know, like more, more so during the holidays and any other time. I'm like, man, I just really wish I had someone to share this with and to bring home to my family and to like include in all of this, you know, like it's a happy time. Like Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday and I just love that it focuses on like gratitude and it's easy. I think sometimes ironically to focus on what we don't have. And so I think that Thanksgiving was pretty hard for me just because I'm like, man, like, you know, everyone has someone and, and I don't, but being able to focus on the gratitude is the whole point of Thanksgiving. And it's like, why do we, I don't know, kind of (laughs) do the opposite, but I think Christmas and New Year's too, you know, Christmas, a lot of people get engaged. A lot of people, you know, it's like winter and it's cuddle weather and, you know, there's just, there's all these opportunities for like all this lovey-dovey romance. I mean, why do you think Hallmark Christmas movies are like a thing? (laughs) And I think New Year's too, like to me, actually New Year's out of, out of all the holidays, I think New Year's for me is the hardest to be single because I've always wanted a New Year's kiss. Oh, classic. (laughs) I know it's so cheesy, but I've always wanted to have someone to kiss on New Year's. And I think just New Year's, I think, is the hardest one because like for Thanksgiving, like I have family to go be with and Christmas, I have family to go be with. But it's not like I would go see my family for New Year's. Like, I think it's just a more it's kind of a less popular like family holiday. Like, I don't know a ton of families that are like, hey, let's all get together and like make this massive meal on New Year's. Like, it's not really that kind of thing. It's more like parties and like going out for drinks and throwing like big I don't know swanky cocktail parties and dinner parties and things like that but I think for a lot of people they just don't do anything and so like for me I'm like I just don't want to be alone on years like I hate ringing in the new year by myself it's so lonely and I just feel like it's an all-time low (laughs) (laughs) so that's kind of how I feel about singleness during the holidays um I want to hear your side of that and then I kind of want to talk about how we can focus not on our singleness during the holidays yeah so I would agree I think New Year's is usually a little more um I guess challenging I guess it depends on what you do for New Year's obviously if you're you know just sitting at home alone that is going to just emphasize the fact that you're single. Um, So I think that for me, I have moments during the holidays where I wish that I was with somebody, but honestly I do so much with my family and my family is so big that I don't really notice it too much. Um, like I said, there are moments, but in general, I would say 
it is not something that bothers me. You know, I'm, like I don't get into a funk or anything around the holidays because of that. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then on New Year's, I usually try to have plans with friends or something. Um, and mm-hmm. so I'm try- I think it was last New Year's. I was with some family down in Colorado Springs and it was so much fun. And we, we stayed up for midnight and then we ended up staying up until two o'clock in the morning, which felt like 10 minutes after midnight because it was so fun just talking and playing games and watching, you know, cool videos that we'd found and sharing them with each other. So, um, so that was really fun. So I think for me, it's not ever been something that worries me or something that I think about too much. Um, but that's just because I have awesome friends and family who are mostly local and I always <clears throat> end up having some kind of plan. So that's a big help for me. That, yeah, the local thing definitely makes a difference. Um, do you also think that it could be partially because you have like younger siblings and it's not like everybody has someone but you because I know your I know your one brother was dating um but I think both your brothers are single right now right yeah I mean my youngest brother is 17 so even though he has a girlfriend it's not like anything permanent necessarily um so yeah my older brother's married I'm not married and then the two youngers are too young to be married um so that does help a lot and then on my dad's side, I'm one of the oldest grandkids and nobody's married on my dad's side, which is nice. I mean, I don't say that to try and <clears throat> make people think that, you know, I don't want anyone to get married until I get married. That is absolutely not true, but it is, it gives you some camaraderie without feeling left out. And then on my mom's side, I am towards the younger crowd and a lot of them actually are married and so there's only like three or four of us that are not and that's out of like 12 to 13 cousins on that side um but I never feel I never feel like I'm single with them you know because they don't act really coupley so um it's it's not bad. So yeah, it does help that I'm not the lone ranger on either side. Right. Yeah. That makes a huge difference. And like I said, the local thing too, like, I think if I lived closer to my brother or my sister, like I would probably just be at either one of their houses on New Year's. So that is nice though. Um, I think that being able to be with family does help kind of distract. But I do think there is you know, like it is okay to feel these things. I think a lot of times as Christians, we guilt ourselves into feeling like we should be just, you know, like happy and joyful and okay with every single thing. Like we're human and like the Lord understands our emotions and understands, you know, the desires that we have to be dating, be married, you know, have children, be surrounded by family, like whatever it is, like God has given you those desires and it's okay to want those things. And I think a lot of times, like I get stuck in this mindset of like, well, I'm, 
I'm just supposed to be so content. Like, why do I want these things? But like, I think those things can coexist. I think that you can hope for and want, you know, these things without it necessarily being discontent. Um, I think that's important to note going into the holidays is that like, it is okay to feel these things, but also not to let that be our focus. And I think our feelings so often become what our body responds to and acts out of. And like, that's such, (laughs) such a dangerous place to be because our feelings are not our identity and our feelings a lot of times are not truth. And so I hope that this season, um, and this is like, I'm preaching this to myself. Like I'm not sitting here like, wow, I'm just so happy to be single during the holidays. Like, no, it's hard, but also like, that's not the point. The point of Christmas is not, you know, having a significant other. The point of Christmas is not, you know, getting to do all these romantic things like you see on a Hallmark movie. Like the point of Christmas is celebrating the gift of Jesus and his birth and like how significant that is to the gospel. And I think that when we are focused on the gift that we've received and why we celebrate Christmas, I think it puts in perspective all the things that we're struggling with because we have so much to be Mm -hmm. thankful for. Like, and not just at Thanksgiving, like, you know, if this didn't happen at Christmas, like the gospel wouldn't be Mm -hmm. what it was like. And so that affects salvation, which ultimately affects our whole lives. Like it just is such a small part that played in such a big picture. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think when we're able to focus on those things, like it makes singleness not seem like (laughs) like such a Mm -hmm. big deal. So just, I think that's good perspective to go into whatever holiday that, you know, you struggle with. Maybe it's Valentine's Day, like probably at Valentine's Day, I will be like, yeah, this is, this is hard too. Like it doesn't, you know, it's, it's not ever a super easy stretch, but I think holidays definitely do kind of they pinpoint it a little bit, but you know what? That's not, that's not the point of Christmas. So. Yeah. It's, it's so wonderful. I, I can't imagine if I were the kind of person that really struggled with being single around the holidays. And if I was not a believer, man, that would sting so bad. Um, But the gospel gives us so much hope and it is, oh my word. I've, yeah, it's amazing. I've heard a pastor say, that if you never get married and you die and you go to heaven, you are not going to stand there face to face with Jesus and be like, but why didn't you ever let me get married? I really wanted to get married. That's crazy. That's insane. When you are, when you are finally face to face with your savior, that is going to be the absolute last thing on your mind as it should be because is marriage wonderful? Yes, I'm sure it is. But Oh my word, it is not the be all end all. It is not our ultimate joy and fulfillment. Not even close. Not even close. So, yeah, it's super important to, I think, as a believer, spend time this time of year, you know, reading through an Advent book or, you know, definitely going to church and hearing the Christmas story um, and just focusing on that because it's so amazing and it brings so much joy and um, it's, it's the, the wonder of the birth of our savior. And 
I mean, every every Christmas Eve service that I go to, I just cannot help it. I just cry and cry and cry because it's it's so beautiful. So it's it gives so much hope in this season, not just <clears throat> for people who are single, but for every situation. So there is so much to lean on this time of year. Our entire side of my mom's family gets together on Christmas Eve. Like ever since I was little, like as far as I can remember, that's that's when they get together. And since we're kind of the only people who've really moved away from where they all grew up, like it's always, you know, a couple hours away. Um, and it's kind of like an all day event. Like we eat at 12 and growing up, it would always be at my grandparents' house, but now we do it at their church. Um, but it's like the whole family gets together. I think there's like, like 35 of us total. Like there's a lot of people. Um, and so we do that and there's always tons of food. Um, and we do like a white elephant mm-hmm. gift exchange thing. Um, it's funny. My mamma calls it dirty Santa. <laughs> oh my word. <laughs> I don't know why. That's just what they call it up there. But so we do that and it's pretty fun. It'll definitely be weird this year because um, my papa passed away in July. So this will be his first, our first Christmas mm-hmm. without him. So I think it'll be a little strange but I think it'll be really good like we're kind of doing it a little bit different this year so I think it'll be super fun but anyways my point is we never get back in time for the candlelight service at my parents church like so I think there was like I think maybe two years ago Christmas Eve fell on like a a different day and so we ended up like our whole family got together on the 23rd instead so I did go to the candlelight service then and I think when I was younger, we went to one oh of my them. Word. That is, but I think I've, yeah, I've only been to like two of that's them. That's the I complete think. opposite of me. I don't think I've ever not been to a Christmas Eve service. <sighs> really? Yeah. So I guess, I guess I'm a heathen for that. But I'm curious to hear, like, what is your, what does your family do for like Christmas, or like when does your family get together? And um. So <clears throat> one of my cousins always hosts a Christmas Eve party at his house. Um, and usually we go to that. Not sure if we're going to go this year. Um, and then Christmas Day, the tradition for my family now is that just my immediate family, we get together with my dad's parents and have breakfast. We have a really nice homemade yummy breakfast. And then we open gifts with them. And then we kind of hang out for the rest of the morning, early afternoon, and then usually go to another family member's house for Christmas dinner. And that will depend on who we spent Thanksgiving with. So if we spent Thanksgiving with my mom's side of the family, then we would have Christmas dinner with my dad's side of the family or vice versa. Um, So it's pretty much always been like that. Although this year I don't know if we're going to anyone's house for Christmas dinner. It might just be our family, which would actually be really nice. I would enjoy just a very, very laid back Christmas um, because especially being an introvert, having constant social engagements on a holiday is exhausting. Well, having constant social engagements anytime is exhausting, but it kind of makes Christmas feel not as enjoyable for me because I get really drained being around a lot of people. Um, so I would actually really enjoy if I could just hang out with my parents and my brothers this year, but we'll see. 
That sounds amazing. I, okay. Another thing. I don't know that I've ever really had a Christmas dinner. Oh my word. Like, (laughs) oh, this is so weird to me. I know. I'm like realizing how different our family does things from everyone else. So normally, like I said, we have like our big Christmas Eve thing at my, with my grandparents, um, with my mom's side of the family, because her side of the family is huge. Um, and it was always barbecue and pizza. Like I said, it wasn't like a turkey or a mm-hmm. ham or like, I don't know, roast beef or some like mm-hmm. big thing like that. <clears throat> so for Christmas, like Christmas morning, um, it's like normally just my immediate family and we do like a big breakfast, kind of like you said, we do like biscuits and sausage gravy from scratch and we do like cinnamon rolls, like the orange cinnamon rolls. Have you had those? Oh They're my amazing. word. I actually have had those one time. It was so random, but yes, those are good. So we always have those and normal cinnamon rolls. And like, <clears throat> so we normally do that after presents. And it's just like, we aren't really ever hungry again until like later in the evening. But we've never, I don't think we've ever had a Christmas dinner. If we have, well, I take that back. We sometimes would go to my brother's house in Raleigh for Christmas dinner, but it was like steak. Like we would just like, it'd be like a normal like cookout. Like we would just do like steak or burgers or something. And it wasn't really ever this like formal thing. It was just kind of like, oh, what are we having? Oh, I think I'm going to make steak. Like it's never like a big like sit down like kind of thing. So I don't know. Like I guess like we always host Thanksgiving and like, it's like go big or go home. Like I cook from like seven in the morning to like one in the afternoon on Thanksgiving. Like it is always just like cooking nonstop. So I feel like maybe that makes up for our lack of Christmas dinner, but I'm curious what we'll do this year because I don't think, I don't know if Adam and Sharon are like spending the evening with us. I think it's going to be more like they're coming down for like the brunch breakfast part of it. So who knows? Maybe we'll get like, have you seen a Christmas story? Maybe we'll get like Chinese <laughs> or something. I mean, hey, every every family has its traditions. And actually, my dad usually on Christmas Eve goes and gets Chinese food with his parents. So that's funny that you say that. Um, I'm curious now that we've talked about a Christmas story. So what is your favorite Christmas Ooh, movie? Ooh, that's easy. The Holiday. Oh, what a classic. Okay. I kind of think of that more as like a chick flick than a holiday movie but it definitely is because it happens right around like thanksgiving yeah it's it's christmas and it's so wonderful it's such a fantastic movie it is oh it's awesome um and i would have maybe said the grinch in years past only because i can like really truly i can quote the entire movie from start to finish which is kind of sad um (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i mean i love that the jim carrey version oh my goodness i i seriously i can quote almost the whole movie um and you should put that on your dating profile (laughs) just scare them off (laughs) um yeah (laughs) just so you know what you're getting into right i can quote the grinch pretty much yeah it's it's either really funny or it's really sad. Um, <laughs> it depends on which way you look at it. But I say, yeah, the holiday. What about you? 
So, okay, we all know I'm a movie buff, so I have, like, I can't just pick one genre. People be like, what's your favorite movie? And I'd be like, okay, drama, rom-com, like, give me, give me options here. Um, so I'd say the same thing probably for Christmas movies. Like, I have different genres of favorites. So for animated, probably Polar Express, which I know is, like, so cheesy and dumb. But I think it's so precious. I think it's just such a well-made little kids movie and the first time I saw it actually I saw it in 3D in theaters in Charleston at Christmas and it was (laughs) magical in every I've actually never seen that movie all the way through well you should watch it because it's fabulous um so that's probably my favorite like animated movie um realistic like family like i'd say like family christmas movie mm, probably home alone or the santa claus yeah home alone and the santa claus are two that i grew up on and i just love them like i think they're so like i mean home alone kevin McAllister, like he's just such a like i'm i'm so impressed i'm like who whoever wrote this movie like I like witty humor, and so I enjoy kind of all the little, like, it's not just, like, mm-hmm. dumb humor. Like, hey, Elf. man. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, like, I know. Everyone's like, don't hate on Elf. That's my favorite. And I'm like, it's like the Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> of Christmas movies. You're not totally off on that, but keep going. Right? Um, so I like Home Alone because it's witty and, like, just, you know, it's just really, I'm like, wow, this was well made. And then the Santa Claus, like, Tim Allen is just so funny. I'm like, he was so prime, like, back in the day. Like, I just think it's funny. And Charlie is just the cutest thing to ever walk the planet. And I don't know. So those two are probably my favorite, more, like, family Christmas movies. Um, trying to think what else. Um, A Christmas Carol is my mom's favorite. And so I've learned to appreciate that. It used to scare me growing up because I think Jacob Marley, Mm -hmm. like his ghost scared me. But I appreciate that just because like reading it in literature class, I'm like, wow, this is actually like a pretty cool, like it's one of those Mm -hmm. like makes you think kind of movies. Um, So I like watching that at least once every year. And then I do watch The Grinch at least once every year. Mm -hmm. And I watch Elf at least once every year. Um, My brother's favorite Christmas movie is A Christmas Story. And Oh my gosh, I hated watching it growing up because we watched it all the freaking time. So I feel like I have a strong disdain and a strong appreciation for that movie. Yeah, that's how I feel about White Christmas. (laughs) Oh, White Christmas, that's my favorite classic. Mm. That's my favorite classic. So I didn't grow up watching that, which is probably why I like it as much as I do because I haven't. It's one of those ones I think if you watch it repetitively every year all the time, it would be easy to be like, yeah, yeah we get it. Um, but I do like that one's my favorite, like classic Christmas movie because I don't really like It's a Wonderful yeah. Life. I I don't know. So yeah, I know that was not like a straight I also, answer. <laughs> this has become a tradition with me. Is I usually wrap Christmas on either Christmas Eve night or the night before, and so I always watch um the animated like the old the original Grinch which is like 30 minutes or and or I watch the Charlie Brown Christmas and I love those (laughs) oh my word the Charlie Brown Christmas is like my my dad's favorite and it's actually his ringtone 
funny story. They came down this weekend and went to church with me, and his ringtone with like the Charlie Brown Christmas That's went so off cute. during church. I was like, it's a good thing I don't embarrass easily because of all ringtones to go off. Like, so one of my favorite Christmas songs is the vocal version of Christmas Time is Here because it's just, and everyone makes fun of me for that, which is fine. But but it's yeah, I'm the perfect a little bit. combination of like jazzy, laid back Christmas Jazz. music. Okay, I'll give you yeah. that. I'll give um, you that. I don't, and I mean, like the kids' voices, it's cheesy, but it just always makes me think of, you know, like Christmas Eve night, or I guess any evening during the Christmas season, and the light snow falling, and it's just so cozy. I don't know. I just love that song. <laughs> See, that's the magic I like don't get to experience living in the South because it never snows, and it's like, like, yesterday was, like, a high of, like, 40-something, and today is supposed to be a high of, like, 60. And I'm, like, make up your mind. But then it's supposed to snow on Christmas, and I'm, like, what? How? So, I love wrapping Christmas presents. And I have to actually, like, pace myself because I'm normally done with all my oh Christmas my shopping word. by Black Friday oh or by the 1st of December. So, like, I have everything ready to go December 1st, and it's, like, as soon as December 1st hits, I want to watch Christmas movies. I want to bake cookies. I want to, like, wrap presents, and I have to, like, pace myself because it could be, like, December 4th, and I'll have everything wrapped, and then I'll be like, well, now I don't get to, like, enjoy this the next <laughs> wow, 20 days. Wow, that's, that's interesting. I'm I'm actually surprised. I already have all of my presents purchased right now. Normally, by the 20th, 21st, I'm mm-hmm. panicking because I don't have all of my shopping done, which is normally why I end up wrapping things on Christmas Eve because that's usually when I finally have everything. Um, but when I was younger, it was kind of a, I'll call it a tradition instead of a habit for my dad to take me to the mall on Christmas Eve to get my mom's Christmas presents. <laughs> and Aww. then he was a horrible rapper, so I would wrap the presents for him. <laughs> so maybe that's, maybe that's why I do it as an adult. But oh my word, funny story, I have to tell you. So this one year... Um, at the mall, there was this lady who had a booth and she was selling um, products like skincare, bath and body things from the Dead Sea. And it was all of these, you know, mineral salts and body lotions and scrubs and all of these wonderful girly things. Um, And who knows if they were actually from the Dead Sea. They were probably from like the Salt Lake in Utah, if we're being honest. Um. But she was very um, uh, exotic, foreign. So maybe they were because she was definitely Middle Eastern. But my dad is such a sucker for salespeople. I mean, he's not so bad anymore. But back then, I mean, he could not walk past a person who was selling something in the mall and not stop and, you know, hear their pitch. And so she stops him and she, Mm -hmm. you know, does this sample treatment on him and is, you know, totally, you know, flattering him and just buttering him up. And, oh, you have such strong hands. And I'm just standing there rolling my eyes because he literally spent like 45 (laughs) minutes at her stupid booth. And he ended up buying like a lot of money's worth of these things. (laughs) And then uh, at Christmas dinner with my dad's family and his brother... Toby is like, 
oh yeah, I got Linda this really great thing at the mall. This lady was selling these Dead Sea products. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, of oh course you God. and your brother got suckered in by this sales lady at the mall. <laughs> That is so funny. I can't believe I bought oh, yeah. like, the and same apparently, stuff. Like, <laughs> so my uncle was like, I mean, this lady was, I mean, she she was kind of into me. I mean, she's telling me I have such nice hands and they're so strong. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And you're like, you so and every other guy. I time about his Christmas Eve last minute shopping. That's too funny. My One of my favorite stories um, – kind of same thing my dad would take us well our whole family would go to the mall around christmas time and like i mean we were younger so like molly and i i don't think we did any christmas shopping to be honest but i think like you know my mom would go out and look for stuff on one end of the mall and my dad would take me and molly and adam on the other and so one year i think we were like five maybe six um we had gone to like Belks or Sears or like some big department store and we were picking out like this really nice necklace for my mom. And so we got her this like gold necklace that um, I can't remember what kind of charm or anything it had. It may have been like a heart or a cross or something, but um, like we met back up at a certain place and like my dad had told us, you know, like you can't tell mom we got this for her. Like, you know, we're at the age where we just don't think about the fact where you like blurt out something like without even knowing it's a secret. So we meet up with my mom in like the middle of the mall and Molly, my twin, who is like, just if you have ever met her, like this won't shock you at all. Cause it's like, she gets so excited about stuff. She just like Mm. can't hold it in. She's like a little squirrel. Like she just gets so excited. And she's like, mom, guess what? We got you something, but I can't tell you what it is, but it's shiny. (gasps) It starts with N and it goes around Mm. your neck. (laughs) Like, oh, I I wonder what that could be. But, like, so, like, from then on out, like, we could never tell Molly any secrets or take her shopping with us ever because she just couldn't be trusted. But every year, it's, like, the whole joke of, like, you know, Molly can't, like, and she's so funny because now, like, when she gets Christmas presents for people like Jeremy, she'll, like, like, can't wait till Christmas to give them. So she'll give them early. And it's just, like, she just can't. She can't keep it in. I've never been like that at all. I know because I like the surprise of everything and like I don't know I actually really love well well executed yeah surprises. okay so what did you I ask really for enjoy. for Christmas the older I get like the things that I ask mm-hmm. for are things that I need that I don't necessarily want to buy myself so like I've lived the past year without a microwave and I'm fine with it like I've learned how to deal with it but this year, I'm like, oh, this is totally what I'm asking for because I don't want to spend the money on a microwave. But if they want to spend the money on stuff for me, it might as well be <laughs> something that's going to have a lot of, you know, use. Um, so I asked for a microwave, but hear me out. It's this cute little like retro vintage microwave and Ooh. the color is called Sage. And it's going to be so cute in my little place. So I'm really excited. Hopefully I get that. And then I asked for... Um, like a little like bar cart to put it on because I have like no counter space in my place. So I'm like, well, if I got a little cart, you know, that had like I could store my wine glasses in there and my wine and then I could have the microwave sit on top. Like it'd just be a cute little addition. And then I asked for a massage because I feel like my whole body just needs some 
rest and relaxation and what a better way than a massage. So those are kind of like the the three big things I asked for. Um, I am one of those people who like I shop for people kind of all year round. Like if I see something, I'll be like, Ooh, that's Molly. Like I'll grab that for her. Even though it's July, I'll grab this for her for Christmas. So like, I don't really go off lists a whole lot for people except for guys. Cause I think guys are impossible to shop for, but girls I'm like, Ooh, mom would like this or mm-hmm. Molly would like that. Or Sharon would love this. Like, so I, I kind of expect people to be able to do that for me. Like Molly, especially, I always expect her to be like, oh, I just saw this thing that was like so merry. And so I got it for you. But um, I've learned that not many people are good at that. So I tend to ask for things that I need for Christmas. And then if I see things I want, I'll normally just end up buying them for myself on like Black Friday or something like that. I don't really, I'm pretty frugal. Mm -hmm. I don't really shop for myself a whole lot. So kind of around Christmas, Thanksgiving, like Black Friday, I'll kind of like buy myself Christmas stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I'll ask for things I need. Yeah, that's a good list. I like that. Very adult. Um, well, I asked you. for, well, just two things. Um, an electric blanket because I'm always cold. I know. I actually Ooh. bought one for myself too um, back in November. And I was so excited. I took it home, plugged it in, and it didn't work. So I was like, oh, I'll just ask for one for Christmas. And hopefully I'll get a nicer one because I bought kind of a like not the nicest quality one um and then I asked for airpods because Mm -hmm. I'm going to the gym a lot now and that was pretty much it it's it's hard when you're an adult when you have a disposable income and you don't depend on your parents to get you stuff that you can't buy with your allowance you know (laughs) so right yeah totally get that and I never really know like this sounds so like weird, but I never really know like how much they are going to spend. And so I try to do like, I don't know, like I ask for some things, like I said, that I wouldn't normally want to pay for myself, but then I also try and like not ask for like outrageous things too. Yeah. All right, guys, I think that wraps up this episode. Hopefully it's been just a little more easy listening and um, hopefully an encouragement to those of you right now who are single and are headed into the holidays, maybe it's a big deal for you. Maybe it's not. Um, I think there's a lot of factors that play into that. But whatever the case, I hope that you're able to focus on the reason for the season, if you will, and just be able to enjoy the time with family or friends or whoever you get to be around and really just spend time thanking the Lord for even just the events that took place that we get to celebrate Christmas. Um, And same for New Year's. I hope that you're able to enjoy the opportunity to be on this earth another year and just thank God for all that he's done this year, despite COVID, despite job situations and friendships and relationship situations, like just there's so much that's gone on this year. And I know that everyone has a different story, but even in the midst of 2020, we have so much to be thankful for and just praying, you know, going forward in the next year. So Hopefully you guys have a wonderful holiday season and safe travels if you're traveling. So um, we will probably do another episode sometime soon within the new year. But episode five, we out.